Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my Diamond Dream Team. And as Diamond would say, it takes a team to build a dream. Now, look, I know that you all are listening to this pack of lies, this clown show with Jim Crow Joe Biden. But let me tell you all something that whatever it is, an imbecile is a straight liar. He is a complete liar. If you all un really knew about all of the underhanded stuff that this man has going on, this regime has going on, you all would just really be sick. He's actually destroying our country and trying to make it seem like it is growing. Well, it is growing with illegal aliens. When they talk about these jobs and all of these jobs that's being created, do you all not know that almost one million uh, illegal aliens now have American jobs while Americans are somewhere sick, disabled, unable to work? They're not going to tell you that. And then after listening to Brandon House, do you all also know that they're adding and including the numbers of American citizens that had to get a second job just to make ends meet? They're not going to tell you that. So you know what? We're going to go on with our show because we have some important things to talk about tonight. So I want you all to stop what you're doing, all right, and make sure you share. Share this broadcast, share this podcast, share because sharing is caring. And if you care about this country, if you care about the truth, if you care about your pocketbook, then you will share, all right? And you will share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air. That's exactly what you would do, okay? If you have any questions tonight, be sure to email them at diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. Don't forget to download the Frank Social app, the Frank Speech app. Tell your friends, tell your family to download the app so they can stay updated and informed with the truth. Because there's a lot of lies going on out here. And these folks know that they are lying. Okay, a uh, shout out to our affiliate. Shout out to everyone joining us on Getter, on Rumble. Shout out to CTA TV uh, and RSBN, Roku. Shout out to everybody that's streaming our content uh, on their platform. Uh, we do have some more affiliates that uh, hopefully uh, will be coming on board. I don't mind at all because the word need to get out. Um, also, one more thing before, you know, Diamond passed, she was working on an affiliate project um, with called Mass Derma. If you're interested in going to get you some Mass Derma, it's for individuals that still wear those masks and they have to break out up underneath their mask. Uh, you can go to MassDerma.com and use promo code Diamond. Use promo code Diamond. Um, also, don't forget about MyPillow 2.0. That's MyPillow 2.0. My pillows came in today. So uh, I hope to be uh, uh, seeing how it, you know, the firm, firm one feel and the one that's not so firm feel. I hope to be testing them all out, hopefully tonight. <laughs> yes. So make sure you go to MyPillow.com, get the pillows, uh, MyPillow 2.0. Make sure you use promo code DIAMOND or you can use promo code TRUMP1. Also, don't forget about our book, Uprising, Who the Hell Said You Can't Ditch and Switch, The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. You can get the book at Diamond and Silk Store 
Com. Now, I'm going on through, through the uh, show today because I really, really want to talk to our guests. I have a whole lot to say. You have a whole lot to say. A lot of questions have been emailed to us. So I want to go ahead on and get started uh, with the with this show uh, because we got to know about this stuff. We got to know about what these people are trying to do to us. When you talk about you want to help save lives, but you're advocating to kill lives via abortion and via these jabs, then, you know, we got to basically just tell you all the truth about what's going on. So uh, we're going to kind of pick up from where we left off yesterday. Uh, and this lady that I'm about to interview, she gives a clear perspective about the messenger RNA. And I want you all to take a look at this video and listen to exactly what she has to say. Take a look. Um, we have never, ever, ever use messenger RNA in any vaccine ever. We have RNA vaccines. The measles vaccine is an RNA virus. The polio virus is, a, is an RNA virus. But the difference is, is that in those vaccines, the, the virus is, in, is part of the vaccine wholly intact. So when your body generates an antibody, it's against the outer coating proteins of that virus. What we're doing with this new virus is we're taking a little piece of that virus's genetics, specifically associated with what's called the spike protein, and we're injecting that into the body, creating something called a non-neutralizing antibody, which in essence, instead of taking that messenger RNA and gobbling it up and making it go away, like what happens when you get a measles vaccine and you get a measles and it gobbles it up and makes it go away, this non-neutralizing antibody actually it creates something called antibody-dependent enhancement. And they refer to that as ADE, like apple David elephant, ADE. And antibody-dependent um, enhancement actually allows that little piece of messenger RNA to start replicating on its own and, and go over and over and over again, creating these little pieces of virus spike proteins inside of our body for our body to create an antibody against. This is what Bill Gates has said. Yes, human beings can become their own vaccine manufacturing machine because we interject this messenger RNA that gobble that binds onto your reverse transcriptase enzymes and starts replicating itself over and over again, creating more antibodies against the spike protein. Now, here's where it gets really, really interesting, Renette, is that that spike protein has been shown in two other very specific ways to cause injury. Number one is that when you create an, this, when you create an antibody to that spike protein, antibodies actually are designed, and when we write about them in the literature, we design it, we make it look like a, the letter Y, the letter Y. And the, t the two arms of the Y, they call them FAB fragments, like Frank Appleberry, mm -hmm. FAB fragments. And the stem down here at the bottom, the part of, part of the Y is the FAC fragment. These are the ones that grab hold of the virus mm -hmm. and generally neutralize it. Mm -hmm. When you look at the messenger RNA, it grabs hold of it, but kind of loosely binds it. And when this FAC fragment goes over and hooks onto the macrophage that is supposed to kill it, and it gets taken inside, that messenger RNA gets released. And that's where it starts to replicate over and over again. It's like having an on button, but no off button. 
And that whole thing, they, that whole mechanism I just described to you, they actually give it a name and they call it the Trojan horse mechanism oh. because it allows that virus and that piece of that, of that virus to get inside of your cells, start to replicate and even get inserted into other parts of your DNA as a Trojan horse. Now that's one of three mechanisms. The second mechanism is when you create this antibody, this non-neutralizing antibody to the messenger RNA, it actually, that, that stem, that FAC segment to that spike protein can actually go into your lungs and attach to the lung tissue and start developing what they call a diffuse alveolar damage, which is diffuse injury to the cells inside of your lungs where you breathe. It starts to break them down and destroy them. And what we, and, and what those antibodies do is that they cause various degrees of pus and bleeding and damage to your lungs. So as you get this vaccine, the messenger RNA, you create this antibody, the antibody carries the, the thing inside of the cells through a Trojan horse mechanism. The antibody itself goes and starts to damage lungs. And the third and even more sinister thing is that spike protein antibody can attack your macrophages. Now there's two types of macrophages. There are type one and type two. Type one macrophages, now macrophages are a type of white blood cell that gobble up the, the bacteria and viruses in your system that aren't supposed to be there. They're your Th1 pathway, they're your hypervigilant white blood cells. So when we get bacteria in our body all day long, from eating, brushing teeth, go to the bathroom, having sex, cutting your fingers, those white blood cells just come along and they gobble things up and make them go away. When you get pneumonia or some sort of serious infection, the type one macrophages are pro-inflammatory and they show up at the infection and start creating cytokines and blowing whistles and bringing in all the things to try to kill off the infection. Very, very aggressive and very highly inflammatory, which is what you want. Mm -hmm. The type two macrophages are anti-inflammatory. So as you start to recover, the type two macrophages come in, tell the other guys to shut up. We're here to clean up the mess. So we clean up the dead debris of the tissue, the dead white blood cells and all these things. So the type two macrophages and the type one work in concert. Type one, kill off the infection and type two, heal it. When you've got this antibody to the spike protein, which is the full intent and purpose of these vaccines, that antibody kills your type two macrophages. It attaches the, to them and inactivates them. So in the experimental animals that actually died of, of lung inf infection and inflammation, when they sacrificed them, what they found was that all of, these, uh, all of the, the lungs were filled up with all of these type 1 pro-inflammatory, highly cytokine types of macrophages and zero type 2 macrophages. What they did, and they sacrificed the animals that had not been vaccinated but had been sick, what they found that was in two days of getting sick without the infection, without the antibody, without the vaccine, the type two macrophages had come into the infection and started cleaning up the mess and started healing it as long as they didn't have the presence of a spike antibody. Wow. With the presence of the spike antibody, it killed them and didn't allow them to do their job. So those are three of probably seven mechanisms 
of how this vaccine is going to cause a problem. The antibody to the spike protein is going to destroy your lungs. The antibody to the spike protein is going to shut off your M2 anti-inflammatory macrophages. And the, third, the antibody to the spike protein is going to loosely bind that virus or loosely bind the messenger RNA and drag it inside of your cell through a Trojan horse phenomenon, make it start replicating and having this process go on and on and on and on and on and on and on because it's an on button without an off button. Wow. She's a renowned doctor of osteopathic medicines and the founder of Ten Penny Integrative Medical Center. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Dr. Tenpenny, welcome. Thank you so much. It's nice to be visiting with you here tonight. Thank you again. Oh, wow. We're so, I'm so glad to have you on. I know before uh, my dear sister passed away, she was excited about you being on, um, but you know, we're going to continue to go on with the show because we have a, still have a whole lot of questions that needs to be answered. Now, back in 2021, you wrote the 40 mechanisms of injury. How to yeah, COVID I, shot. The, you, you wrote the 40 mechanisms of injury, how the COVID shots can make you sick or kill you. You specified the spike proteins. You also mentioned how people were going to start dying within the next six months and that we will see a, a tsunami of death until, uh, unlike anything we've ever seen before. And it looks like you were right again. <laughs> and so <laughs> I want to ask this question, like, how does the 40 different mechanisms affect some, but not the others, or, or but not other, you know? Uh, is it based off your genetic makeup or is it based off if you are immune compromised? Well, I'm going to take a step back from that, Silk, and I'm going to say that video that you showed was from early in 2020. And there has been, a, I mean, there's that was one of the earliest interviews that I did, and there was a whole lot more that has come out since that time, a lot more clarification. If you remember in that video, I said there may be up to seven mechanisms of injury. Well, by July of 21, you know, a few months later, a lot more publications had come out. I had identified 40, 40 mechanisms of injury of how the COVID shots can make you sick or kill you. And the thing is, is that um, the... All of the shots, I mean, all of the side effects can be divided and how the, the injuries can be divided into four categories. The first category is immediate death, that you die within the first 24 to 72 hours of heart attacks, strokes, blood clots, um, anaphylactic shock that, was, that we saw early on in this whole program. That was category one. Category two is the damage caused by the spike protein itself. The messenger RNA creates the spike protein the spike protein, then there's at least seven or eight different mechanisms of injury of how the spike protein can make you sick. Myocarditis, it can go across the blood brain barrier and go into the brain and cause dementia and rapidly accelerating um, Alzheimer's. Um, it can damage all of your kidneys and, and organ systems internally. That's category two spike protein disease. And then that spike protein is a foreign antibody that doesn't belong in your blood system and doesn't belong in your tissues. So the body creates an antibody to neutralize that spike protein. 
that antibody then in turn can attack your own internal organs and cause mm -hmm. autoimmune disease and can cause, and that, that antibody attacking yourself is what they call autoimmune disease. And there are multiple different mechanisms for that autoimmune disease. Category four is sort of a lump all category that we talk about rapidly accelerating cancers, people that had been in remission, that their cancers came back, were rapidly accelerated, turbocharged, and really were not responsive to any type of treatment. Um, new cancers, new sudden onset of cancers, people perfectly healthy. And the first thing you know, that within a matter of months, they were diagnosed with stage four metastatic cancer and rapidly died. We have big upticks in infertility. In fact, the infertility mm -hmm. rates are down in almost every country around the world. And, and so that category four sort of lumps all things together. So back to your question. So given that explanation, your question is, why does this seem to impact some people and not others? Quite frankly, I feel that everybody that's had even one shot is impacted in some adverse way by these shots. It may not have shown up yet, but there are multiple reports of people even having only one shot. They have some level of myocarditis and heart disease, blood pressure problems, cardiac arrhythmias. It attacks their kidneys and make their kidneys not function. So even one of these shots can cause that damage. Pfizer knew before they even released the documents in the first tranche of Pfizer documents that came out, there was a 38-page paper that listed over 1,100, almost 1,200 different known mm -hmm. diseases, conditions, and side effects that would happen in different people from these shots. So if somebody says, I got a shot and I'm just fine, I always say, well, all appearances could be that you got a dose of the shot that had a lesser concentration and perhaps your body was able to eliminate it but chances are you still are going to have to look over your shoulders for the next 10 years at least to say that wow. you were unharmed by any of these shots. Wow. Well, well, what about the people that did not get the shot but are still having these same symptoms as, as the individuals that did get the shot and the booster? Yeah, there's a whole process that I refer to as transmission. Some other people call it shedding. That, there, that if I've gotten two shots and a booster that I can release from my body in a pro, through a process called exosomes. They're small little particles. We're not 100% sure what those particles are. Those particles could be part of the spike protein. They could be some of the chemicals that are in, in your body that you got from the shots. Because remember, we still don't have a complete package insert that tells us every single ingredient that's in those shots. That's the in it, right. Still look, they're white and it says intentionally left blank. And because this is still manufactured under the EUA, under the emergency use, they can change up to 49% of the ingredients in any individual lot run of those shots and not have to tell the FDA. So some people may have gotten a less potent one. Remember at the beginning, they had to be kept, you know, like at 97 degrees Fahrenheit, minus negative temperatures. They had to be highly frozen, rapidly dispensed. Um, so some people may have gotten shots that were more degraded, that had lesser concentrations. Um, maybe some people are a little bit healthier, but we know that almost everyone that's gotten even one of these shots has some level of damage 
that may not have shown up yet. That's why we're seeing people now that are like five or six months out after their booster. They have two shots and a booster, maybe a second booster, five months out. They look like they're perfectly fine. They have no symptoms and they drop over dead. Young people, people of all ages, I mean, they just literally, it would be like me just sitting here talking to you and just fall over dead. Fall over, yeah. Sudden deaths. And then they say, cause unknown. We have no idea why. Yeah, that's that's what they basically have, you know, said about my sister, cause unknown, uh, even though they have all of this list of stuff on her death certificate, but I have my sister's medical records and I know what was going on behind the scene of everything. So speaking of my sister, let me ask you this about medicine. What if a person is taking insulin and blood thinners, you know, um, one thing that I, I'm, I'm thinking about is early on back in 2020, I remember when Dr. Fauci and I call her the scarf lady, Dr. Briss, I believe is her name. I remember when they came out and said that uh, black people were disproportionately affected by this particular virus. So it caused me to think about something like, how are you gonna be able to just de- depict a person based on the color of their skin as being affected by this particular virus uh, based off of their comorbidities like diabetes or high blood pressure. And then uh, what I'm thinking about is my mother, because my mother passed away almost six months uh, later after they started doing all of these shots, okay? And she passed away in her sleep. She just did not wake up, passed away. Now I'm looking at even down to my sister. And one thing that they did, did have in common uh, is insulin, and high uh, and, uh, blood thinners, uh, et cetera. So when I'm looking at these different medicines, it feels to me that these drugs are not aimed to cure, but they're aimed to kill, is how I am feeling about this. It's like, what type of correlation there is there when you say that a person with certain comorbidities is, is the one that's disproportionately affected by this quote unquote thing that they call a virus, is it something dealing with the medicines that could cause an individual to react uh, more, uh, I guess differently from a person that's not on a lot of these different medicines? Well, that's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll start with the insulin and the blood thinners. It's highly Mm -hmm. unlikely that that was part of the problem. Um, the messenger RNA drugs that they're starting to make, they're a whole new classification of drugs. It, they're not even approved yet. They're still under experimental investigation. And insulin mm-hmm. and various blood thinners have been around for decades. The comorbidity right. issue, though, that is very important and very, very important in African-American Black people is a low vitamin D level. And there's been huge studies. There was one study that came out about four months ago that said if at the beginning of COVID, at the beginning of all this nonsense that happened, if particularly in black people, if they had gotten their vitamin D level tested and had been treated with appropriate doses of vitamin D, it could have saved hundreds of thousands of lives. 
vitamin mm-hmm. uh, black mm-hmm. black people no uh, pretty routinely are low in vitamin D levels. Light, vitamin D levels the normal they tell you that your that your vitamin D level needs to be at least 30. Well, it needs to be at least 80 to be uh, therapeutic and protective. Most African American patients that I've seen in my office, most black people, they have vitamin D levels in the single digits. And that single digit mm-hmm. vitamin D is a, co- a comorbidity to hypertension, to high blood pressure, to obesity, and to diabetes. And, and it's because of the color of your skin that it's less, it's not activated by the sunlight. And it ends up that a lot of times black people have kidney problems. They have high blood, pressure, high blood pressure problems. There's issues with obesity. There's published literature that says that you absolutely cannot lose weight. It's a physical impossibility to lose weight so, and stop having the obesity problem. And if, unless you have an adequate vitamin D level. So let me ask you this question. Is it based off of a genetic makeup? Because white people have diabetes, white people have high blood pressure. Why was it specified just towards black people and them being obese or having high blood pressure or diabetes? It's like they signal out black people to say, because of your comorbidities, you are at risk to this particular, uh, uh, the thing that they call a virus. And then speaking of blood thinners, I'm thinking of Aliquis. I remember back in the day where Aliquis worked well, but within the last year or two, I'm understanding and, and you know, through experience, the Aliquis is not working like it used to, right? So I was looking at Steve Bannon the other day and I was looking at Naomi Wolf and how she put the correlation together where Pfizer is the one that now owns Aliquis. And I'm like, okay, I look. remember looking at James O'Keefe, Project Veritas video, and 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 how the 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 the, the guy was explaining how, it, like they they create something, to so that they can make something, to say that they are helping with the problem and look at us as a cash cow. So that's the reason why I ask about the medicines, um, the coordination between it. It's, it feels like stuff is being made up, mutated, so that they can sell us all of this medicine at the end of the day, that's really not gonna do nothing for you. Well, let's unpack that because there's like four (laughs) things that you just put into that sentence, okay? Okay. Number number one, I do believe there may be some sort of a genetic tendency to, uh, for Mm -hmm. African-American people, to have more um, more illness that's going on with these viruses. But it is actually known and published in the literature that black people tend to have much lower vitamin D levels than white people do. And even though white people can have low vitamin D levels, it's kind of endemic in the black population. And the published literature has showed that hundreds of thousands of lives could have been saved in the black community if they would have adequately been tested. It's a simple $25 blood test to get your vitamin Mm -hmm. D level tested and to take enough vitamin D to get your um, levels up around 80. Now, there are genetic problems. There are genetic SNPs that sometimes people can't absorb their vitamin D. I don't know for sure if that has a more tendency towards black people or for white people, but I do know that that exists. 
So that's the mm. one thing about the vitamin D. Now about the Eliquist and the blood thinners. Remember what was happening inside of both the, both the shots and with this virus early on, the, the so-called virus or whatever that was. It was mm -hmm. increasing people's tendency to blood clot. And those blood clots were not normal blood clots. They had a stickiness to them. They made them stick and go together. They had something called amyloid in them. And that would make those blood thinners not be able to work. The blood thinners, because Eliquis, the way that it works, it would not it would not work against the type of blood clots that were being formed by the shots or by or by the actual infection. So it doesn't surprise me. It's written. There's lots written about it that L, that the normal blood thinners don't work, and particularly if you've had the COVID shots, you have developed as a condition called hypercoagulability, which means mm -hmm. you are more, more, and more, and more, and more prone to create more and more and more shots. And that the, those type of blood thinners don't work. Now, the third thing that you said was, are they creating problems, reactions, and solutions? They've done that for a very long time. I mean, for example, um, <clears throat> the... Um, the, the, um, the, with breast, let's say breast cancer centers of America. I mean, the, that um, um, AstraZeneca makes a pesticide mm -hmm. that causes breast cancer. AstraZeneca owns Breast Cancer Treatment Centers of America and makes many of the drugs for breast cancer. But they also at the same time create a pesticide in their agricultural division that causes breast cancer. <laughs> so that's just that's just one of many examples that I could give you um, that shows that there are things that are created. It's like the Hegelian dialect, right? Problem, reaction, solution. Uh -huh. We create the yeah. chemical that causes the breast cancer. And oh, by the way, we we have the solution to the breast cancer. It's another drug that we make. Answer. I mean, you know, we've been on this for the last two years. They've called my sister and I conspiracy theorists. Oh, and I, I see know. they also did the same to you. But it seems like that all of the conspiracy theorists that they called us uh, uh, and for what we said, it has come true. It has come to pass. Now I have another thing for you. I'm noticing that a lot of our food now has a label on it that says ingredients derived from a bioengineered source. So I looked it up and it says food is food, the, the uh, bioengineered source is food that contains genetic material that has been modified through certain laboratory tech, uh, techniques and for which the modification could not be obtained through conventional breeding or found in nature. My question to you is how are these people allowed to put modified genetic material that can cause a toxic effect and alter the hematological, biochemical, and immunologic parameters within the human body? How are they able to just do this to human nature, to our body? How are they able to do it? Um, it's, the, it's the incestuous relationship between the pharmaceutical industry and the FDA. Mm. The, the FDA, oh, oh, this was maybe 10 years ago now, they were way behind on their drug approval process. And so they started charging fees and the pharmaceutical industry could pay the fee to rapidly approve their drug and move that, move that drug approval to the head of the line. 
And I believe that I read somewhere that it's somewhere upwards, and I may have this number incorrect, that it's somewhere around 65 or 70% of the annual budget of the FDA now is paid by these fees from the pharmaceutical industry to pre-approve or, or fast-track the approval of their products. So they have the same, so that remember all the pharmaceutical products are, all the pharmaceutical companies also have agricultural divisions. They have vaccines uh -huh. they make for animals. They have, you know, inside of the agricultural divisions at the FDA, they have to look at like animal food and dog food and, and horse food and all these different things. Well, they just were able to pay them off and to be able to just adulter, adulterate our food, which is what you said is like, how can they get away with this? How can they get yeah. away with making insect protein now being a primary food when we know that insects carry parasites and all sorts of infectious processes that don't belong in our food and don't belong in human bodies? I mean, how can they uh, make, in make vaccines for honeybees that are like the most yeah. important part of our food supply and that Einstein had said a long time ago, if we, if we lose all the honeybees, it's only about four years before all, everything is dead on the planet because we won't have any, any plants or any, or any plants or fruits or vegetables that are growing because we won't have any honeybees. How are they allowed to put all these additional chemicals? How are they allowed to coerce us into getting these COVID shots that have never been approved, never had any long-term testing, never had any experimental testing on anything, and coerced the entire world into getting these experimental drugs put into their body, either out of fear or for convenience or because they were actually coerced to do it? Yeah, or, or money. Because, money. like, you know, there is so many billionaires now all of a sudden just being created. You know, I've been getting a lot of emails uh, and uh, from many uh, people, viewers, that are having problems here. Uh, some of the stories consist of uh, women having two menstrual cycles in one month, women having very painful and heavy menstrual cycles, premature menopause at 42, at age 42, uh, two years of no taste or food tasting strange, uh, smell of burning electronics, uh, women and, and men, um, they're suffering from uh, infertility. Um, and so people are asking the question, how do we detox our bodies from this poison? Even the ones that didn't get what I call the technology, the jab, even the, those individuals, because it, it seems as though that we're all going to be affected by what is being spread across our country. So how do we detox? that sadly there's nothing currently available that works across the board for everyone i mean mm -hmm. i've been talking about problems associated with vaccines since september of 2000 i've put more than 50,000 hours of my own personal research into this over 22 years and mm -hmm. ever since i started talking about this and looking at the childhood vaccination schedule i always said once you vaccinate you can't unvaccinate you can make your body healthier. You can eliminate some of the particulate matter from your body, but you can never go back to ground zero. Once you've vaccinated, you can't unvaccinate. And that was true with the childhood bioweapons, you know, the childhood pediatric schedule, mm -hmm. which they are all bioweapons too. And it's even mm -hmm. more so true with what's happening with these COVID shots. Now, there are a lot of people working on a lot of solutions to try to help people who are now um, going through what I call the tsunami of regret. 
when I talked about in that first video way back in 2020, and I said there was be this tsunami of deaths. Well, we've seen mm-hmm. over 20 million people die now just from the shots alone, and more than 2.1 billion people be injured. So we had this tsunami of deaths, and now we're starting to see the tsunami of regrets of people saying, I should have never done it. If I would have just waited, now the mandates are lifted. Now I can travel. Now I can have my job back. Now I can do all these things if I would have just waited. And so now I'm really regretting. And people say, how do I get this out of my body? Um, So far, and most everybody that's in my circles say the same thing. The whole Mm -hmm. concept of detox from these shots has yet to be developed. And I'm not sure that it's going to be because the messenger RNA continues to replicate and make spike proteins. The spike proteins themselves get embedded into your organ systems and start destroying it as soon as it's there. Um, you can always get healthier. You can always do things to just you know get rid of white sugar, white flour, white cow's homogenized cow milk. I mean, you can eat organic. You can do some colon cleanses and liver cleanses. You can always uh-huh. try to get your body healthier, but to actually remove the spike proteins. And, and the reason that I get, you know, I've been talking about the fact that people that are making claims that they can, they, this is the thing that gets rid of the spike protein. The, they, it's very difficult to, to say that that's accurate, and here's why. There is, at least at this point in time, there is no blood test, urine test, stool test, saliva test, where you can measure the amount of spike protein in your body and then take a, a right. pill or take a detox uh, program and then measure and see if that levels come down. Come down, right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if it hasn't, how do we know? It's making well, well, a let me ask you this question because one of the, the uh, key things that a lot of people are I'm looking over here get is saying is ivermectin. What about uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine uh, uh, and zinc? Can that help at least stop the replication of the spike proteins in your body? It can, it, what, the, what the ivermectin can do is it can help to glob onto some of the spike protein and neutralize it. It can block the ACE2 receptors and stop the, the spike protein from binding it. Um, we know now, it's been scientifically published, that the uh, messenger RNA continues to make spike, tro- spike proteins a minimum of 15 months. Well, that's been as long as the, as the vaccines have been on the market. So they find they do autopsies on people that died recently, and they find in their mechanism that the spike proteins are still replicating. So ivermectin is something that I'm a big advocate of prophylactically, taking it a couple of times a week. I personally take it two times a week. I take extra doses if I'm going to go to a big event or am I going to get on an airplane and travel because it does help to protect you from that spike protein. It is not 100%, but it does help. I look at hydroxychloroquine more of a treatment protocol that people that have gotten the shots and then they get COVID again and again and again. You know, perhaps the hydroxychloroquine can help with that. There are some supplements like zinc and bromelain and N-acetylcysteine that people are saying Uh that they feel better. So we're definitely getting their, their symptoms improved. Whether we have actually removed the spike protein, at least to this date, and I hope that that changes. I hope that that changes, that soon somebody develops some testing that we can look at before and afters that they can have so we can have some standardized protocols to make sure that we are helping people because there are an awful lot of people that are experiencing that tsunami of regret 
and and now they've got chronic heart disease, they've got chronic mm -hmm. immune disease, they've got cancer, and they're looking for ways to get healthier. At least at this point in time, we can improve the symptoms. There are things with long haul COVID we can do to get people better. There's things with the arrhythmias and the myocarditis. Um, there's technologies and tools like we're using in our office now. We're using a technology called ECP, which stands for external counterpulsation. It's a big uh -huh. bed. That weighs like 400 pounds and it's hy hydraulically driven. It's been an FDA approved device that's been around since 1995, and it's kind of been pushed aside by the cardiologists because they can make more money putting in stents and doing bypass surgeries than they can using this technology. Well, we're resurging that and bringing it back to help people that have had the, the heart damage from these shots. So there's a whole bunch of us that are working on it. But remember, you know, this is the thing that's really hard for people to get their head around. 2022 we're a little over two years into this we've oh, this has uh -huh. only been around at the beginning of 2020 of 2021 in, in december of 2020 they released the pfizer and the moderna shot in february it was the j and j and the astrazeneca shot so say from the beginning of 2021 so we have all of 21 all of 22 that's 24 months and a couple more 24 months it seems as though we've been talking about this for 24 years and it seems yes. like everybody wants absolute answers, positive solutions. How do I undo this? How do I not connect the dots? When the truth of the matter is, we are still in the middle of the experiment. We are still the test subjects. We are still the guinea pigs because they never had any long-term testing. They don't know what this is going to look like in people three to four years from now because we only have 24 months worth of data. Wow. I mean, I believe that we don't know, but I believe they know the ones that created this bioweapon, that engineered this bioweapon, they know. So let me ask you this question, speaking of shots and you saying that it started around 2020, do you believe that the mRNA technology was even in a 2019 flu shot? No, and it's and it's still not. I mean, I just wrote a paper for my substack. I have a substack called Eye on the Evidence, and it's uh -huh. drtenpenny.substack.com. I release one every Saturday, and I just did the re the uh, uh, research on the uh, on the flu shots because this keeps coming up. Oh, it's in the flu yeah. shots. No, it's in clinical trials in the flu shots. Um, it's in stage two clinical trials. Both Pfizer and Moderna are looking at that. They have talked about this entire new line of shots of that will have messenger RNA in them. They've been talking about this for multiple years now. But at uh -huh. this point in time today, to my knowledge and from what I can tell from the medical literature, it has not yet been released. High probability it will be in next year's flu shots, the messenger RNA. Wow. And then when they put the flu shot and the, and the COVID shots together and give it to you in one shot, that is a death shot waiting to happen. Oh, my God. Well, you know, it feels like to me, uh, Dr. Uh, Tenpenny, it feels like to me that they're trying to normalize sudden death. Yeah. And the are. reason why I say that is because when an individual, you like you said, they catch cancer, blood clots, uh, thyroid issues all of these different diseases. And then whenever they pass away suddenly, they want to tie their death to the issue that they were being treated for and not the fact that it came about because of something else like these jabs, possibly. You know, they, they always want to run away from that being a possibility. And it seems that there is nothing normal 
about little kids, 20, 30-year-olds dying. Seven-year-olds, five-year-olds. Yeah, dying from a cardiac Heart. arrest or, or, or just dropping dead from a blood clot. There's nothing normal about that. And that's the reason why I am so happy to be here on Lindell TV, frankspeech.com, so we can just speak openly we can speak fluently the truth about it and, and speak about how we feel and actually have open dialogue to try to figure out what's going on and what we can do for the betterment of our health. You know, I, I understand that they say, okay, China, China hates America, you know, but it seems like somebody took a shot at us without taking a shot with a bullet, but they got you shooting yourself up with some type of bioweapon voluntarily. Well, most of what you said is spot on, you know, that, you know, the, the shots that you get the jab, you get two shots and a booster and maybe a second booster. And then you develop one of these many, 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 like I said before, over 1100 different types of diseases that can come from that. Mm -hmm. And then when you die, the death certificate says that disease that came from the shot but we won't say it has anything to do with the shot. And out in the right. mainstream media, and out the, we're, we're out in the mainstream media, they say they won't even mention it. And it's like your, your shot um, record has to be public knowledge for going into restaurants, soon to be getting on airplanes, but we can't talk about it on your death record or why you died that you just had a shot two weeks ago. So, uh -huh. they, so they caused the problem. They're hiding the problem because they want people to continue to get the boosters. You know, early on when all of this started, like I, I said to you, I've been doing this for a very long time. I've been doing this for more than 20 years. And um, I said that, you know, what they're going to do is they're, they're going to, exactly what you said, they're going to normalize all these reasons that people are dying. I walked through the airport a couple of weeks ago and there was a sign, a, a sign up that said, um, Strokes and heart attacks in children know the signs. And they showed what wow. type of side effects for heart attacks or strokes in like seven-year-olds. They're trying to normalize that uh, because the, you know, the, the depopulation agenda is alive and well. And I read an article just a couple days ago that they said, and I, I think it was, um, it was uh, an article well, from World Net Daily maybe, but it said that they, wanted, they want to kill off more than half of us, 90% of us, and the ones that are left, they want to be robots in the transhumanism movement. They want us to be microchipped and they want us to be controlled by the central bank digital currencies. And they aren't kidding and they're well on their way. And as long as we continue to comply and wear a mask and say yes and get another uh -huh. booster and say it's a coincidence and that the evidence isn't there because the evidence now is so irrefutable. I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with Ed Dodd on my podcast. And uh -huh. he, he started out by saying, I, I'm not even real sure why we're still talking about this because the evidence is so massive and so yes. irrefutable what these shots are doing. Why do we still have to try to convince people that these are, are death weapons and they're harming people? He said, I just, That's I don't right. understand why we have to still talk yeah. about this. And, and here's another thing too, that I, I want to make sure that people are aware of that individuals is not that Individuals are not just passing away because they got the shot. Individuals are even passing away because they're having a, a adverse effects from people, like you're saying, that's, that's shedding on them or, or transmitting yeah. on them, et cetera. And I was saying the other night how I went uh, and I had to make a phone call at this uh, doctor office and they had on the answer machine how, you know, at the office they follow this particular protocol 
to stop the transmission of, uh, of, uh, of COVID. And my deal is if this bioweapon was created to be transmissible, how is your protocol gonna stop it from transmitting to another human being? And it's like, it's, it's a game that we're all going through or they're trying to get us to all go through like sheep's being led to a slaughter here, you know, when, whenever you go along with all of this foolishness. And uh, we had a, uh, somebody to come in from uh, something from Susan. She wants to ask this question. She wanna know what a lot of children who were jabbed have fertility problems? Um, quite, quite possibly, yes. Because we're seeing fertility problems in teenagers and 20 year olds. And we know that all over the world, the, the German data, the, some of the UK data that has come out, some of the Australian data that has come out, yeah. we already see, we're, like I said, we're 24 months into this, see the, the birth rates dropping through the floor. You know, we're seeing mm. all-cause mortality going up by 20, 30, 40% in the 18 to 64-year-old age groups. That's the part that really terrifies me, Silk, is that I, yeah. and most, and the men seem to be more susceptible to the deaths from these jabs. And I see in the next couple of years, our male-dominated industries, like carpenters and plumbers and, and construction workers and farmers and police and paramedics. And yes, we have women in those industries too, but they're, they're usually male-dominated, right? Um, uh, right? How much that is going to be decimated, how our supply chains are going to be decimated, because there's just not going to be enough workers, like automotive workers, mechanics, car mechanics. I mean, things like that, that as these people die, because I predict, and I again, I hope I'm wrong, I hope, I hope I'm wrong, that by the end of 2023, that every single person in America are going to know at least three to five people that have died yeah. because of the shots. And as yeah. they start looking around like their dining room table and they look at their neighbors, their friends, their colleagues, their family members, um, their next door neighbor, the, all these people are starting to die and they start to connect the dots oh, they just got their second booster last week. They got their third booster a couple weeks ago and they suddenly uh -huh. started not feeling well. And then they just didn't wake up the next morning. I mean, we're seeing reports every day. I mean, just right up the street from where I live. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. And just right up uh -huh. the street, you know, in the next town over, a little six-year-old had gotten her second shot and didn't wake up the next morning. I mean, we're seeing this in all age groups, all age groups. Right. And why, and when you say that they've created this, this thing against us, our own government, has done this against us. We're now That's seeing right. reports that the Department of Defense, our Department of Defense, and in, co in, in cahoots with the NIH and the CDC, has known about this and implemented this to, from the beginning. They are yep. trying to decimate America, and it's happening from this administration and from our yep. own Department of Defense. They're using our American tax dollars to yep. fund all of this stuff against us. And then yep. when you talk about these different individuals not being able to be in a workplace, I'm understanding that illegal aliens are taking Americans' job is what's going on behind the scene. Uh, Dr. Tenpenny, I really truly appreciate you coming on this show. Uh, please promise me that you'll come back because I got a lot more questions for you. 
I will absolutely promise. I was so looking forward to this. I mean, we scheduled this before Diamond yeah. passed. This has been on the calendar, on both of our calendars for quite a while. And I was so yeah. sad when she passed. And I'm so sorry for your loss and sorry for the loss wow. of your mother, because you two are a dynamic duo. I was a big, big, big fan of both of yours through the entire oh, Trump administration and watched your shows and was really a big fan of all that you were doing. And so I'm really sad for your sister. I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss. Wow. Well, let everybody know how they can follow you if they want to purchase one of your books or what have you. Let everybody know. Uh, the main the main site is drtenpenny.com. It's D-R-T-E-N-P-E-N-N-Y, drtenpenny.com. You can link to our podcast, our store, our affiliate programs, our apparel store, all of that through drtenpenny.com. And if you want to know more about our new clinics, about how we're treating the heart and the lungs and the kidneys, if you go to Tenpenny ECP, like Edward, Charlie, Peter, tenpennyecp.com. There's a lot of information there. There's even a phone number you could call and get a free 15-minute phone consult uh, with our nurse practitioner to uh, talk about your conditions and see if ECP would help you. Um, at To date, we just opened this clinic in July of last year. And already over 50% of the people that have come to our clinic to get treated by the ECP program have been from out of state. So people do travel to come here and stay a couple of weeks and get well and, and feel a whole lot better. So, but you can find out all about that if you just go to drtenpenny.com is the best place to find all the resources. Find out more about me. Wonderful. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you again. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Wow. Thank you. What an incredible, an incredible interview, you all. We're going to have more interviews coming up soon uh, with doctors and different individuals that have uh, more information that can help us feel a lot better about what's going on in our country. But now before we wrap things up, I have a video that I want to show you all, okay? And I want you to take a look at this. Oh, man. Where are you? Come on, Come on out of the basement. Uh -huh. Come on out of the basement and face your opponents. Uh -huh. Come on out of the basement so you can tell America how you plan to destroy it, to fundamentally change it, uh -huh. to communism and socialism. Get from behind that tree, Kamala. What are you doing back there behind that tree? What you doing back there, girl? You better not be back there behind that tree with Willie Brown. Girl, is she hiding from herself? Come on out of the basement, Joe. You can run, but you won't be able to hide. And you won't be able to hide your racist past. <laughs> I want to say special thank you to Carpe for putting that particular video together. I opt to uh, play that particular video tonight um, for you all to just take a look back at what Diamond actually had to say back in August of 2020. Notice what she said for Jim Crow Joe Biden to come out of the basement and let everybody know how you're going to destroy America and fundamentally change it to communism and socialism. Now, take a look at what this evil bastard has literally done to our country and how they have fundamentally destroyed it. 
and destroyed the American people. Earlier, I talked about how they want to say that the unemployment is now low, but that's only because they are putting illegal aliens in American place. At one time, they called us conspiracy theorists for saying how they're trying to replace Americans. Now, we see that the conspiracy theories that they said was a lie are now true. That's exactly what they are doing. And I'm hearing through the grapevine that they're now, the Democrats, are trying to push legislation so that these illegal aliens will be able to vote in our election. You all just take that in for a minute. That's what's going on in our country. We are being replaced by these illegal aliens. Democrats is the party of illegal aliens. They're not the party of American citizens. Democrats are the party of illegal aliens. And guess who's paying for all of this stuff, you all? We, the American people, our tax dollars are being used to fund illegal aliens. Then they have an undercover scheme there at the border where they send a lot of these illegal aliens back to Mexico or to Mexico, all right? Then they're giving them a two-year work visa to come over here and work American jobs. That is so disgusting. Just sad. Shame on the Democrat Party. Shame on the Republican Party for allowing this BS to go on in our country. Our country needs much prayer. We need much prayer from this evil, demonic, diabolical bastard that seeks to destroy our beautiful country. So with that said, I want you all to make sure that every day, every single day at 11.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to have to pray, y'all. It's going to take prayer to move these demonic, evil, diabolical bastards. I keep saying bastards. It keeps from saying the other B word. So there you have it. But they got to go. Jim Crow Joe has got to go. This regime has got to go because they are destroying our country, sending money to other foreign countries, but nothing here for the American citizens, using our tax dollars to fund illegal aliens, but not American citizens. American citizens is getting sick every single day because of this bioweapon that plagues our country. And what are we being given? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So we must pray every day at 11.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I pray for you. I hope you're praying for me. I believe in the power of prayer, and I believe that prayer changes things. So in the meantime and in between time, I'll see you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching Lindell 